What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Or whatever day you're listening at whatever time. I don't know. But Wednesday's our day. We go live. So happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Not sure if you can hear. My guess is you probably can. I am pretty nasally right now. I feel like we've had something for a little bit. Yeah, like over a month. Maybe it's like allergies. I have no idea. When we moved to New York, which now is almost a month ago, I came feeling this way and it just has not gone away. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you gave it to me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I feel bad. I, I feel we feel okay. We're doing yeah. everything. I feel fine. It's like it's I keep waking up with a sore throat. Yeah. 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 Maybe you have COVID. Can you believe we're coming up on almost one month being here? Yeah. Crazy. You can believe it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It feels like a month, but mm-hmm. it is just crazy, like how fast time has gone by. Yeah. Well, I feel like we talked about and wait it is a month no 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 no. the 20th right almost a month yeah Yeah. i feel like we talked about it and like built it up for so long and it's like okay we've been here for a month now Mm -hmm. finally i would say finally feels like home finally feels like settled in finally feels like you know Mm -hmm. this is where we live yeah still have some stuff still a lot to do but but yeah it feels like we can finally like like I think on Sunday was the first Sunday that, or the first day since I've been here that I like took a break mm-hmm. and like relaxed for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels good. Um, although today is just straight gray outside. And if you've seen um, any of our pictures or anything, like we are in the clouds right now. Yeah. So everything has been like so great. But I feel like it's been like this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think, well, we wanted to talk a little bit, I think just about together, talk about the business a little bit. Um, we actually received a few DMS from people saying like, Hey, can you guys just do a podcast update, um, on together? So we're like, sure. Yeah. Um, this isn't the whole podcast will not be that, but no, no, we'll just just do a a quick quick little little update about it. It's been, it's been good. We've been now, I guess, a business for a year. We actually just surpassed that one year mark. Um, within the past few weeks. So that's good. I think the stuff that we're most excited about, you know, we have kind of rebuilt and changed how together operates. Yeah. Um, and we've gotten really good and consistent with like all of our social media content, all of our written content. And then we've got a few projects, uh, coming up that I think, um, you know, make us excited. The, I guess if you're not fully familiar, Jules and I launched together a year ago as really just a way to try and build out like a sustainable, um, socially conscious like marketplace to, you know, give voice to brands that are sustainable, that are doing things the right way. Um, And the amount of brands and people that we've got introduced to and... um, it's been pretty crazy, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, I feel like we've learned a ton. Mm-hmm. And it's been good. I mean, like, right now, we are focused on, like, the shopping kind of, like, experience and, like, getting people to understand. I think more so since we've changed a lot. Like, a lot has been – it's very different than when we started, which is just, mm-hmm. like, part of a business. But I think it's been good for us because now people know that they can go to our page and they will and you know we always have new articles and like new Mm -hmm. stuff and you can shop different brands that you know are going to be like 
that are like vetted to being like giving back or just sustainable or some type of, you know, process like that. Yeah. Um, so, and everything has just like been really cool. I think that we're still always working on different ways to make it better and improve and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you guys are obviously interested in more like sustainable shopping, then definitely go check it out. You can follow our social. Our social has been so cool lately. Um, and Kira has been like amazing with that, like working on it. And it's just kind of like if you want to get an idea of like our vibe, definitely go to our Instagram. And then if you want to go and shop and see the brands and you can also get discount codes if you're a member, yeah. then go to the website. Um and yeah, we're working on a lot. We have, a, I feel like, another big project in mind that we are hoping to get um, in the works. But yeah, go follow go follow together. Yeah, it's, I would say our, in terms of digital communities, our like podcast audience is our most like close-knit, smallest, but like we interact the most with. And with Together, it's been really cool because... I just feel like the like sustainability community and like these brands that are doing things to give back, like it's just a really interesting group of people that like are very welcoming, very social, very like, I don't know, it, it, it's been a cool community to try and build out. Yeah. And, and I think the people, that. if it hits you in the right place and it's your target, then it, it's so great. I feel like they're mm-hmm. just very like loyal and people who want to be like shopping for a cause knowing that the traditional shopping experience and like the way that it affects everybody in the planet and all that stuff is like super detrimental. So like Mm -hmm. this has been really fun for us to like keep growing, but updates there are just like, you know, the website has a whole new page. The Instagram has been a little different. Um, But yeah. Yeah. I just had a thought that completely slipped my mind. Mm. Okay. Any other updates? No, I don't think so. No, no updates on that. Um, if you're, you're, if you check out together, if you have followed together, like send us any ideas. Always, we're always open and looking for cool new things. And I feel like every time we kind of say that, people send us like little little ideas that we can pull a lot of value out of. So, yeah, we always like when people do that. We are going on a trip. We are going to be away next week for a little bit. Um, we're going to Costa Rica, so we're really excited about that. And. That, I feel like, is, like, the start of, like, spring. Like, I Mm. feel like when we get back from that, it'll be April. Yeah. Pretty much. And I have another trip right after. Speaking of that, I still have to finish getting all that together. Oh, jeez. But, yeah, I don't know. We don't really have anything else other than that. Well, like, last year and 2021, we were trying to take trips. Or, like, you were, like, you wanted to have a trip or something to do every month. And I do still want that. You still want that. We've been lacking on that a little bit. Well, because of the part move. of it was the move. Yeah. But, so. Yeah, I didn't do anything in January or February. Wait. Mm. Yeah. Right. No. 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 Well, we moved in February, Dang. so that was the big. Yeah. We moved. Um. Yeah, and I have two trips in March. I don't know. We're not doing much though. I feel like we're just kind of because of moving. We've been like focusing on the the house, the apartment, and mm-hmm. work and stuff. So nothing new. Yeah, so for this episode, you guys have probably seen this, I don't want to call it a trend because I haven't seen like a ton of people do it, but you've probably seen it on Instagram or maybe TikTok. Um, People just looking for other people to share the best advice that they've gotten from their therapist. 
And we thought that that would be a really cool uh, episode idea just to kind of build on the other people we've seen doing it. Every time we see somebody do it, like people are loving it and I think finding it actually really useful. And so we did like the, the Q&A box for this and we were reading through it. And even just some of the stuff that you guys wrote in, it's like, as I'm reading through this, it's like making me think deeper. And I feel like so much, every one of these that anybody sent in, like has value. It's like a lot of these are short little snippets, but they are all so good. Yeah, I was tagged in a post a few weeks ago from Michelle and it was like that post where like, it's like if everybody just gave their best advice they've heard from their therapist, Mm -hmm. we can all like learn something and grow and be better and do better and whatever. And it was, I was reading through those and I was like, wow, it is cool. I mean, some of them, it obviously depends why you go to therapy. Like everything is so different. And so some of the ones I was reading, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's not what I need help with. But also Mm -hmm. like, they're just all helpful because everyone has dealt with multiple issues whether you're and if you're not in therapy like Mm -hmm. you still have issues i'm sure so like you still have things that would help and i think they're just quick little snippets of what people have learned yeah that makes us feel good Mm -hmm. in a way and i think it's a useful like the mental health conversation mental health awareness is so big and so like all-encompassing at a lot of times where I feel like these snippets are just like, I don't know, a lot of it you could just like read and find a little bit of peace in. Yeah. It's nothing that's going to, you know, it's not going to therapy. It's not going to, you know, reading mm-hmm. a book or whatever. But some of this stuff that people shared, I, I feel like feel they're like just kind of so like good. aha moments where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, interesting way, like interesting perspective. Like mm-hmm. I never thought about that way. And that's what usually helps me. Yeah. Because if somebody else is feeling the same way or telling me something and they're giving me a different perspective, that always makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, do you have your best advice? I have a few things, but I, I kind of want to read them first because I think some of them will probably overlap what I have yeah. learned. Um, I think one big thing that when I was younger and when I went to therapy, some therapist that I didn't see for very long, but she to- always told me, um, I think more of like an acceptance of who I am and how I am for my anxiety and like, you know, that like anxiety can't kill you. And Mm -hmm. if you, I think when we talked about like accepting it for me, it was more like, it just made me feel like it it was okay to have the anxiety and like all the stuff I was feeling was normal and it was okay to feel that way. And that I probably wouldn't ever like, you can't really like cure it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can accept it and that will make it like 10,000 times better. Yeah. And I've I've always thought about that every time I'm in a place, like a bad place. I'm always like, it's just a part of who I am. And like, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that thought always makes me feel a little better. Yeah. I think definitely, I mean, how you're talking about like the acceptance and the um, like being okay with knowing that that is part of you and like that it's relatable that's like Mm -hmm. the one thing that sticks out to me is that a lot of times like mental health feels like a very like alone very like one-on-one type of battle and a lot of times when we like this podcast like seeing everything that everybody wrote in even just like knowing that many people like have this little tidbit to share I find comfort in knowing that I'm not alone that a lot of people are dealing with 
you know, something or some sort of mm-hmm. mental health and that there are people seeking out help and wanting to share their little snippet of help. Yeah. You've never been to therapy. I Yeah, I'm actually, I'm somebody who has never gone to therapy. Um, not to say that I shouldn't go. I'm not well, I don't sure, think it's but... like a should or shouldn't because everybody could benefit. But it, like mm-hmm. you also are the t- just blessed in the type of person you are where yeah. it nothing has affected you so negatively in your mm-hmm. brain where you can't like handle it. And of course there's times where you're like not doing great. Yeah, not but feeling my best. I think I would give <laughs> everything mm-hmm. to be the type of like person. And this sucks because I don't want to like, like I have accepted the parts of me that are like that, but I always tell people like I would never wish on my worst enemy or Mm. anybody anybody you could do anything to me and i would never wish like my anxiety on you because of how horrible it is like i would take so many other things yeah before my anxiety yeah and you don't really realize that until it's like the worst of the worst but there's Mm -hmm. been so many low moments in my life because of it and i'm just like yeah i just wouldn't wish it on anybody i don't care who you are yeah yeah it's definitely i mean i you and I talk a lot about it, but I can never say like, oh, I really understand exactly how you're feeling or where you're coming from. I think that's the worst part for me mm-hmm. and for most people is like, yes, you are a comfort to me and I do find a lot of comfort in you. But there is always a moment of like, there's nothing I can say or explain that will make you understand. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way about most people, um, even my therapist sometimes and I feel like, yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's heavy. Yeah. No, it definitely is. And I, I don't know. Well, I know you could probably tell. I feel like I today, even specifically, am like battling a little bit of, I don't know what it is. It's anxiety, a little bit of depression. I think it's like, so this past weekend, I was with all of my brothers you know, I'm one of seven kids. I have five boys. So it was the five boys and then my two brother-in-laws. And great weekend, had a ton of fun. But yesterday, like yesterday, we were at um, uh, like a my parents' house down at the beach. We all just got together there. Yesterday, I was like cleaning. I was just bawling my eyes out. I didn't even tell does you this. this a lot. I do this all the time. And everybody had left. And it was just me there cleaning. And I just was like, yeah, bawling my eyes out thinking about, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking about. But um, what were you thinking about? I, I just like when a weekend like that comes to an end. Yeah. We, you know, that always happens after holidays and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like waking up today, it's like all I can think about still. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, making me a form of depressed or like yeah i just don't feel good and it's like the hundredth level of sunday scaries like i feel mm-hmm. like i'm like i don't know yeah so different than <laughs> yeah and like this is the thing about anxiety and like what everybody has to remember first of all we're obviously not doctors and we're not mm-hmm. therapists like we're not here to tell you what to do yeah um or what's okay and what's not but like everybody deals with different types of anxiety and different types of stress. And I want to stress the fact that stress and anxiety are completely different things. Mm -hmm. And something that kind of bothers me a little bit is when I see, I don't know, on social media or whatever, and people talking about, you know, their anxiety 
and i'm not here to judge people because everybody feels things differently Mm -hmm. but because i have such a like deep level of like anxiety issues Mm -hmm. i feel like when people talk about their anxiety about like giving a speech it just makes me uncomfortable because i'm like i don't relate to that type of anxiety i guess and like Mm -hmm. i know that's real but i i think and i don't know and i guess i'm kind of getting off no i i think i know what you mean i think actually when i met you and um like started learning about this about you like i actually had no idea what that meant like I was like, oh, she's anxious. She must be. like that's just stress. Like you're just, yeah. you get over it. Not a big deal. Yeah. Like, and I probably even said that to you at times. It's like, you know, not that big of a deal. Like because that was something that was new to me. Yeah. And now through eight years of us being together, I have learned like no, there's way more to it, and there's way more like that I can, uh, like impact towards you in a sometimes good but also sometimes bad way yeah with how i talk about anxiety and mm-hmm. you know because it's not yeah i think sometimes like i've not, talked to you know friends about it or people that and it's not their fault people that no. just don't get it and i you know would say like oh yeah like i had a really bad night or i was super, super anxious mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the response is like oh why yeah and i'm like I don't know, like, mm-hmm. and, and that's just things that I personally deal with, I guess, like, for me, I've never, I, I mean, I kind of want to, like, tap into this more with maybe somebody new therapy-wise, but I don't, I never had, like, trauma in my life, like, mm-hmm. a huge amount of trauma, and I know some people that have, and that leads to their anxiety, so for me to, like, kind of just be, like, born this way, like, sucks because I feel like I don't have, like, a specific thing to, like, dig into. And, like, maybe when I was a kid, there were certain things that were traumatic to me, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, you know, Mm -hmm. abuse or, like, you know, nothing that would be, like, this is why you have this. And I feel like if there was, I would be able to accept it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's just been an up and down ride for me my entire life. Yeah. And I think a lot of like what you're saying is like, why do I have this? And like, that's what you're saying. Like, if you had the instances of trauma, if there was like a one time thing, oh, this happened, that's why I have this. Like, yeah. then there would be at least a understanding of where this comes from. It would be maybe like easier to like accept mm-hmm. and yeah, just to understand. When now I'm in like anxiety, like panic mode, and I'm just like, I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm psycho, and it's the end for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you're none of those things, baby. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's move on from me because <laughs> I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, should we get into yeah. some of the things that people wrote in? Okay. So this was a DM. Okay. I'm going to read it, and I this one was just... I don't know. It was a, it was a good it was a good way to start. All right. Okay. So I had everybody write in just you know what they learned in therapy, something that they took from therapy that really like hit home with them. 
Imagine you're treading in the middle of the deep end of a pool. The pool is your attachment to whatever isn't good for you. At the time, it was a bad relationship breakup. The longer you stay there, the more tired and defeated you get. That doesn't mean you can't swim anymore. You're capable of treading, but the longer you stay there, the harder it is to see clearly, hear clearly, or put effort towards anything but treading. The side of the pool is within reach, but only you can swim there to get out. Don't wait until you're too tired to get out. Don't wait until you're too tired to get to the side. This changed my life and outlook on letting negative relationships or situations weigh me down. Treading is natural and okay to do for a hot minute, but don't let it weigh you down from experiencing the rest of your life. Dang. Yeah. Um, For somebody, like we were saying, like me, who like doesn't go to therapy, maybe doesn't have the extent, um, I feel like that's a pretty powerful visual mm-hmm. because we've all been there literally in the water swimming you know getting tired like we can feel that almost i like that she was saying it's okay to tread because everybody Mm -hmm. does it yeah but the longer you wait like the more you're missing out on Mm -hmm. and the longer you wait like the harder it gets like that's such a good like way to look at it if you're in a pool and it's like you're literally treading water you're gonna get more tired and Mm -hmm. more tired and it'll be harder to get out of the longer you wait yeah and for people dealing with like situationships or relationship stuff that that is the issue this is huge i feel like this is a just the perfect way to look at it yeah yeah i i really like that um i can't i guess i can't relate in like yeah you can i can what do you mean how can i, I mean like you've been there yeah right I, I was gonna say like i can't relate right now no me but neither in times absolutely i mean i guess you can think of it in other like for me Mm-hmm. dealing with my own anxiety and waiting as long as possible to like get help for it is that the same type of thing or yeah. no i don't know yeah i think so like it's gonna I get guess, harder and harder and like you well know. as long as you're out there in the water like treading by yourself like yeah it's gonna get harder and harder and for me the side of the pool is like the help right and that's the only way you're gonna feel better from the treading is if you put your hand to the side and stop treading the water right which is in within you exactly and that the side of the pool can mean like yeah getting help professionally Mm -hmm. but But also you have to go to get help you have you have to do it no one can help over there yeah yeah and now people can throw a lifeline people can do things to help but you've got to be the one who throw a little raft in there for you grabs on to the raft or yeah you know, relies on that yeah. to be the help that you can get. Yeah. Okay. This is another one that actually I can really relate with. Okay. So I'm excited to read it because I think that it's a little bit deeper, which is kind of where my mm-hmm. brain is. Not every thought action has to have a deep meaning behind it. You can only control your own actions and responses. So mm-hmm. mm, something I else I learned is that like, and I, I've seen this on the internet recently, like, Everybody is so obsessed with their thoughts and mm-hmm. I am obsessed with my thoughts. I take them so literally and I am very like I form – I'm very like visual in my brain. So like when I have a thought, it goes to like the worst case scenario and I'm thinking about that thought and I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. So like I'm very – I'm visualizing, visualizing what's happening with my thought. Yeah. And I've seen people talk about like your thoughts are not you and that's something that was huge for me to learn Um, And I still don't fully even believe it or accept Mm -hmm. it. But it's like to know that people are always saying like your thoughts are not you and you need to like 
just because you have a thought doesn't mean you have to believe it mm-hmm. and think it's true or like take action on it. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a TikTok yeah. recently. Maybe you sent it to me. I don't know. I don't know why or how I saw it, but it was like somebody like saying they were just talking about the different thoughts that come into their mind and then being able to decipher which thoughts to give more effort to. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about it as like, you know, the the happiest people are able to give the happiest thoughts the most attention. Mm-hmm. And like it, they went, went through a bunch of these different things and it was. Well, I think something that this is part of my own anxieties, but mm-hmm. I think this could also be helpful to other people. Um, I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, just that. Something my therapist told me is like everybody has the weirdest, darkest thoughts, whether they want to talk about them or not or Mm -hmm. admit them or not. Everybody has thoughts that are like, I would never say that out loud. You know what I mean? Like every Mm -hmm. everybody. And I think for me, when I have them, I take them so literally that I'm like, am I alone in this? Like, am I the only one who has like intrusive thoughts? And I think, no, maybe not everybody has them all the time. Mm. But I think a lot of people aren't willing to admit that they have them because it's too scary. It's embarrassing. Or it's like, wow, something wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the... I mean, definitely. Yeah. I'm guilty of having really like random bad whatever thoughts and it's like there's always the like split second like Hmm. why did i why why is that happening yeah where did that come from like am i that bad of a person or am i that whatever to think that and people won't admit that but i think that the biggest thing that everybody deals with is thoughts that they're not willing to like accept or Mm -hmm. not willing to admit and i think that is where people feel like they're so alone and i'm I mean, that's a part of me as well. It's just like, just because you have that thought doesn't mean you are that thought. Yeah. And that everybody has those thoughts. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> I think uh, so. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's like something that's big for me is I've always been an overthinker. And yeah, I just think it's hard sometimes when you feel like that's how I feel the most alone. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm alone in having intrusive thoughts a lot and when i have them more and then i get more scared of them i have them even more Mm -hmm. and therefore i'm like wow i have these all the time yeah and then like you know my brain is just so like well let's just throw other things in there so Hmm. i liked that um some more that people wrote in i guess the difference between self-confidence and self-compassion i like that i think when you say that, and I know you guys couldn't see, but Julia kind of like had like a thinking face. Like, what exactly does this mean? But I think self-confidence is somebody who is just confident in who they are. You know, you can see how they're, somebody who's super self-confident presents themselves. Mm-hmm. But if they're not self-compassionate, they don't give themselves grace for any mistakes or any of the you know, thoughts that we were just talking about. If they have them, they might be so aggressive towards themselves. Yeah. And I think the self-compassionate part is, um, I think we talked about it maybe a little bit last week, like tying it to self-love and giving yourself 
like the same way you would be compassionate towards anybody else, doing that towards yourself. Yeah. Okay. I like this one. When I'm overthinking, tune into what I see, hear, feel around me in the moment. So calming. Mm -hmm. So this actually, I think it's called attention training, which is something that my therapist is doing with me. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole idea of it is like, if you can ground yourself in senses, then it can take you out of the moment. Yeah. And I think that's something everybody could take away. Like if you're really like starting to like work yourself up Mm -hmm. in whatever capacity and you like then can focus on sounds because if your brain is and i'm not a doctor like i don't know stuff i've learned that if your brain can like focus on multiple things at once then it'll take away from like what you're panicking about and it's hard like Mm -hmm. it's not easy because i think you're for me my mind is like yeah i can do that but i'm constantly gonna be pulled back into like what i'm thinking about and Mm -hmm. it feels impossible but yeah yeah i had actually heard that in I think it was a book I read about like being present, living in the moment. And the author talked about like the best way to like, if you're, um, if you're doing something that you're like, Oh, I want to make sure I'm in this moment, like calling on your five senses. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I actually sitting here looking at? What am I actually feeling? What do I smell? What do I hear? What do I taste? And I think it's a good way because it takes you out of your like head, takes mm-hmm. you out of your mental being and yeah. puts you into like your physical being of like, yeah, I'm not or, you know, in those moments, like, yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm at my buddy's wedding. We're laughing. We're dancing. Like, what does that actually mean? And then you're like being able to sit back and be like, OK, in this moment, I am literally smelling. Yeah. Your perfume. Mm-hmm. I am tasting this rum and coke. I am yeah. seeing you know, and what's, it takes you out of these, the mental state. What's that thing you were, weren't you listening to a podcast and it was talking about your physical being and your mental being being like two completely different things? Yeah, I, um, it was a, oh man, I can't remember, Ed Milet and I think his name is Deepak Chobra. Um, it was. Is he the guy that does the meditation stuff? Uh, I'm not sure. This was actually my first introduction to him. So I don't know oh. kind of like what his, but he is a um, deep thinking philosopher talking about the differences between your mental state, your physical state. He talks about like how we are just time and he is very uh, deep. I don't have a great grasp for it, so yeah. I can't really speak okay. on it. But I just remember listening to something. Mm-hmm. They were talking about that and I was like, it's just interesting, like separating your mind from your body. You yeah. know, like there are two different things. Let's feel like that's something he was saying is like your mind and your body are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like what, you know, like what you think and what you feel are two different things. Yeah, and like definitely. what you think and what your actions are, are two different things, mm-hmm. which I think is a helpful thing to know or to yeah. learn. There's another one. Ooh, it says therapist here. Oh, my God. Can you be my therapist? <laughs> learn to increase your tolerance for anxiety to actually manage it. Your values are your compass through life. Choose them when stuck. I get the tolerance thing because like a big part of what I've had to do or learn is to like, and I think I talked about this on my TikTok, but like mm-hmm. basically if you have a fear of something and you like write write it down and like continue to like basically go through with the fear and like keep doing it and keep like 
you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like burn it out to a yeah. where a point where like that just no longer affects you like it did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole point which she's trying to say of like increase your tolerance for anxiety to actually manage it. So like the more you can deal with, the more you'll be able to manage, I think. Yeah. Um I think that makes sense, at least like conceptually to me. This past weekend with all my brothers, we were like sitting around and you know, we'd been having some fun and um one of my brothers asked, like, Well, what are you guys most afraid of? And my one brother was like spiders, somebody else said a snake. And then I think we went around, everybody said what they were most afraid of. And then the, his follow-up question is like, well, what can you do about that? And I think a lot of yours? the... I don't exactly remember what mine was, but a lot of the consensus around the table was like, if you're afraid of this, you need to do this. Like, meaning if you're afraid of X, Y, Z, do X, Y, Z, because that will like help you understand how to like manage the fear related to that and that that xyz doesn't need to be feared as much as you think it needs to yeah be. and that's kind of what i think a lot of therapists do and mm-hmm. teach is like okay if you have a fear of flying mm-hmm. you are gonna go get on like six flights yeah like you're gonna go fly mm-hmm. how scary you know for a lot of people yeah of course um my therapist his one of his big fears is flying and so, like, he's had to, like, overcome it and just, like, deal with it. And it's, mm. like, you know, I'm not afraid of flying, but there are – I am I do get, like, fearful of things while I'm flying. Like, I know mm. that, like, flying for me is, like, an anxious thing, but it's not about flying. Yeah. So – but I still do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gotten easier, but I, I still do that. So it's, like, there are certain things in my life that I'm afraid of, but I'm not willing to, like, not do. Like, I don't want to get to a point where, like, I can't do shit. Like, I yeah. can't because I'm too afraid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people do end up, like, people are afraid to go outside. Like, there mm-hmm. are people that, like, have, I don't know what that word is, but there's, like, yeah. a fear of leaving your house. And people mm-hmm. just never do that. Like, how scary to get to a point like that. So, mm-hmm. that's how, like, working on whatever you're afraid of by doing things, I think, is supposed to be. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, you guys. No, yeah, of course. And <laughs> it's not only things you're afraid of, though. Like, that's not where we started. We started with just building your tolerance for it and, um, yeah. Not, I don't want to say embracing it, but like the, the more tolerance you build for it, the more comfortable you'll be with it. Yeah. Okay. This one is don't make choices out of fog. Fear, fog stands for fear, obligation, and guilt. Interesting. Yeah. As I'm thinking about that, that's making more and more sense to me. Explain. Um, I feel like, and you know, to me, it's not like everyday decisions. Like, do you want coffee? What do you have for lunch? What do you know? Like that, those types of decisions, but decisions around choices, it says, but yeah, choices. But, um, what do you want to do for work? Do you want to go on that family trip? Do you want to go to this wedding? Do you want to? move to New York? Do you want to like things that are a little bit more substantial in terms of making a decision? Hmm. So a lot of times we're like, do you want to, did we want to move to New York? The answer was yes. Yeah. But it was a lot of that fog that mm-hmm. got in our way from actually just pulling the trip. Yeah. Guilt. Right. Fear. Guilt, fear, everything. Yeah. Um, do you want to go to some of the, like, I was going to say weddings, but like, not specific, but like 
weddings in general, I feel like sometimes are an obligation. Yeah. And you have to say yes. And yeah. that having that that feeling of having to say yes is a is not a reason to say yes. Correct. That's yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Make decisions based on whatever the opposite of fog is. When you're anxious about something, think about the worst case scenario and then how you'd handle the worst case scenario. In most cases, the worst won't happen, but the way in your brain, but that way in your brain, you've already sorted through it. Mm, I like that one. You know, like how you would handle it if the worst case scenario happened. Yeah. You know, but like usually the worst case scenario for people is like death. Yeah. So it's like, I get, I get it mm-hmm. in certain situations. Um. If it has to do with, I don't know, for example, if it's like a relationship thing and it's like, what's the worst case scenario? You break up. Okay. How would you handle the breakup? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do? And then therefore it's like, you feel more prepared, I yeah. guess, for the situation. Mm-hmm. I think my point in just explaining it is like, take all of these for, with a grain of salt, because obviously your issues are different than, you know, what this person's going to therapy for. Yeah. We're only getting like the little snippet tidbit and we don't know anything about circumstance and what yeah. circumstances this best applies in. we don't know um what if it all worked out in response to all the shit i constantly smile about yeah. i do like that i i do think it's like oh it's so annoying and it sucks that like your brain and most people's brains goes to the worst before it's like well what if it just was amazing like why mm-hmm. can't we go through life thinking that like this is this is going to turn out amazing and if it yeah. didn't then it didn't I think that's one of the things we talked a lot about and thought a lot about when we made the decision to start together. We were like, we kind of both wanted to do it. We didn't know exactly what that meant for us. And there were times where we were like, what if this does work out? What if this goes how we want it to go? Like life could be, you know, great. And to take it to the one before that, that you read, it's like, well, what are the what are our fears with this? We mm-hmm. definitely don't feel obligated to do it. Um, what was the G? Guilt? The fog. Guilt. Guilt. We weren't guilty. Like we didn't f- feel guilty doing it or not doing it. So it was all of our fear around what is the worst case scenario of what could go wrong. Yeah. And then it's like, well, if that's the worst case scenario of what could go wrong, like yes, and then a lot of situations that. that is helpful. You know, like absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think those like combination of those three right in a row are really helpful. Yeah. For me, at least. I think these are helpful to learn too with each other. Mm-hmm. For you to learn from me. Yes. To remind me. Yes. Okay, this one, I'm going to get through more of these. This one is interesting. Brain dumping before going to bed. I kind of like this idea. I don't know if like you have to go to therapy to like realize that, but like sometimes it's like, it's kind of like allowing yourself to feel all the fears. You get 10 minutes Mm-hmm. at this time of the day to run a list of everything you're afraid of or everything that's get making you anxious mm-hmm. and then after those 10 minutes you've already done it so now you can like go to bed or now you yeah. can move on easier said than done of course but mm-hmm. i like the the idea of it yeah i think a, a lot of people like to journal i think for like the exact same reason yeah it's like taking stuff out of your brain out of your head giving them their space yeah like allowing and it on. and moving on yeah, yeah. and so, like i think the worst thing and something else i've learned is like everybody listening right now this is something my therapist always says he goes try not to think of bananas mm-hmm. what are you thinking of bananas every time yeah every single time so your brain when people say just stop thinking about that just stop thinking about that mm-hmm. that's not gonna work a hundred percent that's it. never going to work and he was telling me about this kid that he has um in therapy and he was like 
you know, I see this kid, he's young and he's afraid of being trapped in like a coffin or something. Like he's afraid mm. of, I don't know, maybe he had, a, I don't know how it came up. Obviously he wasn't allowed to tell me who this kid is. Yeah. And he was like, this kid has a fear of being, or no, it was like, he has a fear of like being trapped and then like, whatever. And his mom was in the room while he's doing therapy. And he said he had to like send his mom out because every time they would like talk, his mom would be like, well, just don't think about it. Like, yeah. just think about this or think about something else. And I can relate to this. And I think everybody can from somebody mm -hmm. who's on the outside who doesn't understand telling you to just stop thinking about it. Never going to happen. Yeah. Literally never going to happen. I'm probably guilty of that with you. Yeah, for sure. I think, and just it's not a bad you. thing. Yeah, people no, who don't understand. No. And I, that's why I get it. Like people who don't understand or maybe there's a lot of people that don't deal with anxiety mm -hmm. and like they don't get it and that's okay. But it's more just about like understanding and trying to understand. Mm -hmm. And I just, when he talks about that, like it's just so wild when you ask somebody not to think about something, they're going to think about it. So I yeah. think maybe even just this is a good lesson for people who know someone with anxiety or who don't deal with it themselves but can just get a better understanding of like that's just how the brain works too yeah. like think of bananas like okay don't think of them bananas. well i'm still thinking of them yeah um did that come from the brain dumping yes yeah just being able to give those thoughts their space yes and like, allowing and yourself to just think to... about it and then trying to be like we're done with that mm -hmm. for now until tomorrow or something until tomorrow. yeah yes um okay Self-healing is a journey of discovery, not a destination you are trying to get to. I think this is something that kind of relates to what I said in the first place in the beginning mm -hmm. of the episode of like acceptance and just being like, I'm never going to like get cured. And yeah. it's something I think about often. Like I don't expect to be like, oh, I don't have anxiety anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's just about like healing to a place of like discovery. Like this yeah. person saying like, oh, this makes more sense or oh, this is this is why, but this is okay. And like, then accepting it rather than being like, I'm done, we're mm -hmm. cured, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely being a journey of um, improvement, not getting to a one-time pop a pill, do something done with. It's going to be something that is part of you forever. Yeah. Okay, do you get this? Your partner's energy is not yours to take on or whoever's energy you'd be affected by. You being affected by? I think it's very specific. I'm not sure if I understand. I think they're just saying, like, if somebody not in your life talking what to the mic. Oh, you're recording. What do you mean? Oh, um, I think they're just saying, like, if somebody around you is having a constant impact on you, like, it's not your responsibility to like own that impact. I think ultimately what they're probably trying to say is know who those people are and mm -hmm. try and find your way to distance yourself from them. Yeah. What's some other ones? Do you want to go through? Just scroll up. This person just wrote how to drop thoughts. And I feel like that would be a very powerful skill to have. That's not the advice, is it? That's not the advice, but it says, no, this is the best advice they've gotten from their therapist is how to drop thoughts oh can i can sharing. i can i have I the advice <laughs> i know yeah like how to share with other people or just like what do you mean drop thoughts or let them go yeah it sounds like they've probably done work with a therapist of if they're stuck thinking about bananas their <laughs> therapist has given them tools to help move on from oh thinking about bananas. i'd love to hear them yeah 
This one's kind of tied to the one that you just asked because it says you can't control or feel responsible for the feelings or actions of others. It makes me kind of sad. Why? I don't know because it makes me feel like when I complain to you about my anxiety, it's like it's not your job for me to like tell you that and like you don't understand. So like I shouldn't expect you to understand. Mm -hmm. And like the more I talk about it to you, the more it probably affects you in a negative way. Yeah. I think, yes, I agree. I think though, like we kind of entered into this relationship knowing that and for like we made that decision, right? Where there are a lot of other people that aren't like making that decision, right? It's um, if it's your parent, if it's a sibling, if it's a, you know, coworker, if it's a whatever, it's like that is not like as husband and wife, that is part of the responsibility, I think, of that type of relationship. Yeah. Or maybe not like it doesn't have to be that way, but we know that it is that way and we're fine with that. I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> no? No, I do. Yeah. Positive self-talk. It feels silly, but it honestly works. Hard not to give into negative thoughts. This is something I talked about last week. I think that I was like, I don't necessarily know that I can, I'm good at it. Mm -hmm. Like my brain is so much, is way more powerful than like the, the words that come out of my mouth. Yeah. That I am just bad at it. Mm -hmm. And I think this person's talking probably about like self-confidence and like that type of anxiety or whatever it is. Yeah. And like, no, I don't necessarily that's not my biggest concern. So maybe mm -hmm. I'm just not good at it. But yeah, I mean, not all this is going to resonate with yeah. us on each one. But I think we both and we talked about this last week talking about self-love and, you know, the the ability and the impact of positive self-talk. Yeah. Um, this person wrote in, it's a question, but still good. What do you need to be able to heal? Ugh, a million. And I don't know if I you need to know. answer that, but yeah. I think that's a in the I yeah no I like what that. the person wrote earlier about like it being a journey I like that at least with this question like what do you need to heal it gives you a little bit of like what you're journeying towards like what do you need to heal I need x y and z well then let's try and work towards x y and z yeah that just made me like think a lot <laughs> yeah yeah that's because like I do a, think about that with my own I'm like God, if I just had this, this, and this, like, I feel like I would feel so much better. And yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely like a deeper one. I feel like. Well, for example, like, I'll just give one of those things that I was thinking about. Like, if I just had like one person mm -hmm. who, I guess, like, who could like completely understand Mm -hmm. what I was feeling and like knew exactly how I was feeling and like to tell me that like it was normal and like unfortunately I haven't really I don't think I've gotten that from like the therapist I had been seeing mm -hmm. and maybe that's not a therapist I don't know but I think for me it's like I'm always looking for validation and part of the therapy that I was in I don't think he wanted to give validation because that's what everybody's seeking everyone's yeah. seeking validation and it's like he can't ever tell me it's going to be okay mm-hmm but, like, for me, it's, like, I feel like I need that sometimes to, like, be, like, oh, okay, it's normal or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this person wrote in that it's okay 
to be in uncertain times, things always work out how they're intended to. And the reason I chose to read that one, and I like it because I think so much of anxiety, at least for you and I a little bit, is tied to uncertainty and not knowing um, how things are going to be, how things are going to work out, how things are going to be. But also us being able to say, well, they've always worked out how they're intended to work out. And like finding peace in that, I don't know, that resonates with me. Okay, I feel like, I mean, did you read through more of these? We still have some that we didn't get to go over, but I like this idea. Yeah. (coughs) I like, I think it's just helpful. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I already, you know, just from the episode from the beginning to the end feel a different way. I don't know. Yeah. It's nice to, I think like we said in the beginning, it's nice to hear other people's like thoughts and opinions on it. And there's like a certain of comfort found in knowing that you're not alone. Yeah. And I think we could probably even get like deeper and more specific, maybe in another episode with different topics and see Mm. what people, I don't know, think and feel about them. Yeah. Because obviously this is super, it's a big range of just everyone's anxieties and everyone's whatever they're in therapy for yeah, and they could be all so very specific different. yeah um but hopefully that was helpful to everybody listening i don't know even if you're not in therapy or even if you don't feel like you need it i think everybody could use the advice sometimes and like from you know these are hopefully things people have learned from professionals so that was the whole point of it it's like it's not coming from us it's coming from what they've learned mm-hmm. um yeah that's it. That's, That's it for it. this week. That's if you it. guys want to leave us a rating and review, we would love that on Apple or Spotify. Um, and let us know if you have any other episode ideas, even like related to this. I think this was a good one. I liked talking about it, even though I kind of didn't want to talk about it. I feel mm. like it's it always, it's nice. Yeah. So that being said. Thank you, everybody. Love that See for you. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.